As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs and medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Better butter. You're insane. Better butter. Better butter. Better butter. Better butter. Are you serious? Yes, I'm goddamn serious. Fuzzy Wuzzy was a woman. Online at owlstalk.co.uk You're listening to Owls Talk FM. James. Neil. It's uh, episode 11 of the Owls Talk podcast, isn't it? It is indeed. This is episode 11. Welcome. Welcome to episode 11. It's so exciting. S- say it another time, Neil. What? what? What episode is it? It's episode 11 Thanks. of the Owls Talk Sheffield Wednesday fans podcast. Yeah. Um, we've got a good one coming up, I think, this week. Yeah. Uh, got plenty to talk about, including all the stuff we're going to talk about, James. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, anyway, anyway, I've been thinking this week about uh, toiletries, okay? Because oh, I went, I went away, I went away, and where's this going? Uh, well, I went away, right, and I stole the toiletries from a hotel room. All right, but I saw a documentary since that says that's what they want you to do. Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. Well, I, I doubt that you're going to get much use out of the shampoo, though. Well, it depends where you rub it, <laughs> doesn't it, really? Depends what you do with it. I don't necessarily use shampoo in traditional methods. Um, so, yeah, so that's what that's that's my feature of the week gone, because I was going to do a really long uh, discussion about it, but it doesn't matter now. Okay, well, we can discuss it if you want. No, it doesn't matter. What, what kind of toiletries did you get? Owlstalk.co.uk, where football chat comes last. Don't talk to me about the toiletries anymore <laughs> because I will just play jingles over you and that will be that. I'm just bearing my microphone again. This microphone's annoying me this week. I don't know why. It's right in my face. So, James, tell me about what's going on in terms of iTunes and uh, how we're doing on that. We are doing really well. We had a few weeks off, didn't we? So we dropped out on you and Noteworthy. But, yeah. But Not bothered about that. No, we're still getting thousands of people listening. When we, when we came back last week, uh, we, we've still had thousands of people downloading and loads of people subscribing. Thank you to everyone that listens to this nonsense. Yeah. I wouldn't. It's yeah. it's dog shit. What, but what, thank what are you, you doing? What? What what are you doing, you people, listening oh, to this? I thought you were saying to me then. I'm like, well, well I'm talking, James. I'm, I'm always asking you what you're doing, Neil, because you make no sense whatsoever. Well, that's the thing. So um, so we're, we're doing well on iTunes. And yeah. are, are people subscribing still and reviewing? Yes, uh, we're getting uh, lots of international reviews at the minute. Uh, the The worst review that we've had has come from Ireland. Really? Yeah. Do they not like us in Ireland? Apparently not, no. I don't believe it, Ted. <laughs> That's probably why. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, I bet it's Owen Morrison. I think they tuned in expecting a traditional, boring, stuffy Sheffield Wednesday podcast. And that's where, what that's what we are. Yeah, where, where you talk about like this has happened and this has happened. Yeah. Um, which yeah, we're not that. Well, that's the thing. So uh, thank you, Island. Sod off. What, what did they say? <laughs> you, can't, did, did, you can't say sod off. Sod off, Island. Sod off, Island. Sod off. Um, so uh, let's start with Ipswich one. Sheffield Wednesday one. Wrong yes. way around, isn't it? That? It should be Sheffield Wednesday one, Ipswich we, one. Yes, we were at home. That's right. And uh, Forestieri scoring. Yes, very good. What do you think of that result? Uh, it's, I don't know. It's, it's fair. I think a lot of people have been doom merchants about it, haven't they? So I, ain't, I ain't seen too many. I thought there'd be a few that like kicking off a little bit. and then It's not been as bad as the loss to Bristol. No, that's true. Um, but this following it up, the, the same old people are just... Saying the old, uh, oh, we're doomed, we're not going to finish top six, blah, blah, blah. Have you noticed that Sheffield Wednesday fans, some Sheffield Wednesday fans, can't generalise, but some Sheffield Wednesday fans just moan about everything. I mean, everything. Yeah. And then, if you're on a good run, it'll be like, well, it's not going to last. Do you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, indeed. Stuff like that. And like, they'll, they'll get to like a semi-final, it'll be like, oh, we're not going to make the final, we never do. We'll yeah. mess it up. But we, we've actually got... Other than like ninety three, we've got fairly good records in in finals, haven't we? And James, and I've had Ke- I've had stuff. Kellogg's breakfast of legends, right? My God, I, I, I know. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it's uh, it's got luxurious packaging. Go and fetch it. It's over there. Look, see it. Breakfast of legends. This is like uh, possibly the the best and worst breakfast cereal you could possibly eat. Is it Pe- full? People can't see it. We're, we're doing a podcast. Why are you looking I'll, at? I'll rattle the packet. There you go. It's almost like you're there. So, um, Kellogg's Ancient Legends Muesli, James. So, like, you know, I've been talking about my muesli addicts. Well, last week you said that nothing other than Alpen could do. That's right, but I've tried this, and I'm, I'm undecided on it, because, you know, like, when you get bird seed for budgies, yeah, it's literally that. It's just seeds. <laughs> it's just, honestly, it's just seeds. So, it's like, you get the, get the packet, right, and you put it in a bowl. Look at that, look. It's like budgie food. That it's like hamster food. Hamster food. That's it. It's yeah. hamster food. It is. Look, a hamster used to it's, eat that. It's hamster food, and you think, well, there's going to be something surprising in there that's like going to be, do you know what I mean? Nutritious or at least sweet and nice. But look, it's just hamster food. It is. I'm disgusted with it, but I've. It. Where, where did this come from? Where did this whole thread of conversation come from? James, I've eaten 450 grams of it. <laughs> and is that what's making you mental today? Well, I don't know. I think I'll be going to the toilet now because I think it's just seeds. So I think it'll do wonders for my uh, movements. Apparently it's ancient grains. Why, I don't, why I th- couldn't they get new ones? They're just liars. They're liars. So I'm going back to Alpen anyway. You, you could have saved all that for our breakfast cereals thread discussion. Well, we can talk about that later, but I just had to get that off my chest because... Uh, I, I don't know what else to say. It's just, I feel dismayed, is the word. Are you not a legend? I am, I, am, I think I am a legend, but flax, <laughs> flax seeds and spelt. What's, what's that? Spelt. Sp- mixed spelt pumpkin and flax seeds. So, what is going on there? Sounds odd to me. It's so middle class. I need, I need to uh, get back to my roots, you I think. Do. So yeah, that's, uh, that's my review of Kellogg's Ancient Legends Muesli. Don't do it, James. It's bad for you. Don't stop. <laughs> I, f- I wonder. I wonder. Right. I wonder if it's flammable. Try it. I can't do it now because I've got my fire extinguisher alarms that will go off and spray us with water. But I might try setting fire to it in the garden. 
What do you think? I think you should unfilm it. Do you think it'll smell nice? No. Well, yeah, fair enough. So, okay, I'm go- I might then, I might, I might burn my Ancient Legends muesli on the on the grass, on the garden, at the same time as interviewing Alan Biggs. <laughs> In person, whilst yeah. he's sat there. Yeah, I'll say, what do you think of this, Alan? He'll be like, whoa, I don't rather know, Neil. Yeah. Like that, he sometimes talks like that. I think I'm beginning to understand why that <laughs> Irish reviewer didn't like us. I don't want to believe it, Ted. <laughs> so, um, and I'll tell you, someone else that loves us... The real Donald Trump has been in touch. Again? To, to do as a jingle, yeah? L- listen. Now back to Neil and James for the rest of the Owl Stalk podcast. Thank That's the real Donald Trump. That's definitely him. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so what were we talking about? We were talking about uh, the Ipswich versus Wednesday match where Forestieri scored. We went 1-0 one, one up and then they equalised. Well, that's annoying. Yeah. Okay. Don't, they, it, know, don't they know that we're heading for promotion? I know. It's... Uh, the wheels haven't fallen off yet, though, have they? No, they're a good side dip switch as well, so we'll let them off with that, I think. Yeah. That's fine. We're still, uh, other results went our way. We're still five points clear in the playoffs for now. We're not getting too cocky, I don't think, either, which is good. Yeah. I think it's just a case of let's try and see this out now. A little bit like Leicester City in the Premier League. Yes. Um, and what they're up to. So, um, Okay, so man of the match thread. Yes, we have uh, on Owls Talk every game people contribute to a Man of the Match thread. And that's in the Sheffield Wednesday match day section, yeah? Yeah, so you can go to the game, come come back home, post your thoughts, and then there's the Man of the Match thread where you can give your player ratings. Okay. So what people do is they vote for their Man of the Match yeah. in, in the poll at the top of the thread, Yeah. and they can also put the ratings of all the players. I'm just looking now, so it's got, um, this is by Kivo Owl. Yeah. K- Kivo or Kivo? Is it from Kiverton? Yeah, it's from Kiverton, but every, everyone calls Ugh. him Kivo. Ugh. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not right. Fond on Kiverton, is it <laughs> Kiverton and Kiverton Park? Yes. No, I'm not. I'm not fussed about that place. Uh, sorry if you live there. So I'm going to place my vote now and click vote and let's see what happens. So then it tells me who is currently leading the man of the match and surprise, surprise, it's Forestieri. It is with uh, 53% of the vote, which is good. Yeah, that's uh, that's quite a, quite a win, isn't it, for him? I think that one. Second behind Lee's. Mm-hmm. And Lopez. Yeah, there's been a, a bit of a debate about Lees because he had a good game, but uh, some people put him at fault for the goal that we conceded, so mm. he dropped a point or two with that, I think. I don't mind, like, plays, and, plays do make mistakes. I don't like people going for scapegoats. No. I'm not so fussed about that. No. That's, you? that's a Wednesday tradition as well. I think we talked about that in a previous podcast. Mm, fine then. <laughs> Owlstalk.co.uk Proof that giving the general public a voice is a really bad idea. So, James, last week uh, it was the class of 1991 centenary. It's not a centenary. Centenary. Neil. And uh, there was a big event held at Magna. It was. Wasn't there? Where everybody went. Yeah. Didn't they? So, like, all the players went and stuff. Not um, everybody, but. Well, not everybody. Well, Danny Wilson didn't turn up. Mm. He'd have got booed anyway. I'd have booed him. Boo, Wilson. Yeah. And uh, Nigel Pearson didn't turn up. No. Well, he he was a bit controversial, weren't he, towards the end of his last job? With, yeah. Uh, with yeah. Leicester. When, yeah. like, uh, he was just, he, was, he turned a little bit obnoxious, and I don't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing. It's a weird one, because I think, like, the press kind of turned against him. Yeah. And then he turned against the press, which then... It was quite funny. It was. And, you know, it's a manager that speaks his mind. And you kind of want that, don't you? No. But, don't you? No, you do, yeah. You do. Because, have you noticed that everybody's media trained now? So they all trot yeah. out the same things, don't they? It's like, it's boring. It's, it's like boring. listening to... Do you know what it's like listening to? 
Alan Shearer. It's like listening to him. You know when he used to do match match interview, post match interviews. Yeah. And he'd be like, well, I scored a goal and that, and I hit it with my head and it went in the net and I'm looking forward to the next game. Is he Scottish? No, that's that, <laughs> that, no, that's Shearer. Um, and he's like, so, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to the next match and we're going to score loads of goals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, that's Alan Shearer. <laughs> who, who was the... Uh... I've hurt my throat now. Who was the the Bournemouth player this weekend? Who obviously Bournemouth season's over now. Yeah, and uh, a Bournemouth player in his interview uh, was asked like what it meant, and he went, "Well, we can start putting some performances in for the fans now, can't we?" Was that Bournemouth or was it uh, Aston Villa? Was it Villa? I, I don't know. I remember reading it and thinking, "What?" Yeah, Aston Villa. Yeah. I think it was Aston Villa, and he's like, "Yeah, it's a bit of a weight off our shoulders to finally get relegated." Is it that one? I, th- I think it might be. Yeah, it might be. But yeah, I just saw that quote of we can put some performances in for the fans now. Yeah, like, but well, why? Why didn't you try doing that before? If it's the Aston Villa one, I think he was misquoted because I read the whole interview ah, and right. it, it was nothing like that. Uh, but on Facebook, someone had changed it to "I'm glad we got relegated." You know, bloody Facebook, Facebook, God, Facebook. Fuck off, Bears. So yeah, so uh, class of 1991 event. Seemed, yeah. to, seemed to go very well. I didn't go to that. It did. I, I didn't go, but uh, I've seen a lot of the videos that people have posted. I've, uh, I've listened to some of the Wednesday Week who did a lot of interviews from there. Yeah, good. Uh, it, was, uh, it was some good coverage. Um, obviously, Big Ron was there. Apparently, John Sheridan got really, really, really drunk. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> There's a surprise. Uh, apparently, uh, I think on the Wednesday Week, one of the guys was saying that uh, he spent a whole time, like, did a whole big monologue speech, yeah. which just consisted of, we're all Wednesday, aren't we? Repeated over and over again. Nice one. And all the, all the fans, obviously, just cheering to that. <laughs> Quality. <laughs> did, it reminds me that of when Adam Proudlock had his birthday party. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he put some Elton John glasses on and then fell off the stage. Which was uh, interesting. And lots of other things. And lots of other things which we cannot discuss for for legal legal reasons. (laughs) Okay, that's good. That is good. Let's go back to Neil and James. Now back to Neil and James for the rest of the Owlstalk podcast. Owlstalk.co.uk Home of the official Owen Morrison fan club. James, talk to me about this David Garrido penalty. Yes, well, David Garrido was obviously up for... Garrido. Is it Garrido? Garrido. It's not like the fella out of Star Wars. Who, who, who oh, Guido Hans, Guido shot first Yeah, yeah. Who, who Han Solo shot In the uh, Snug At the uh, Cantina Cantina And um, yes Garrido Yeah He was Not uh, Greedo <laughs> No not him He was presenting the how, uh, did, how did Greedo talk in Star Wars Did he speak Or was it like Dubbed It was subtitled Was it he didn't, yeah, Did it he was, speak Or did he go Yeah It was, it was just like that Neil Sound um, so yeah, this Garrido penalty. Tell me yeah. about that. Well, it, it was up for the class who did, of ninety. Who did shoot first? Right? Was it Han Solo or was it Greedo? It depends which version you're watching, Neil. Okay. Are we going to get geeky now? No. No. I hate geeky. <laughs> I hate geeky shit on films. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> if this was a video, I'd subtitle that bit. Hi, I'm Han Solo. Welcome to the canteen. I'm going to shoot you. That's a terrible Han Solo. Hi, I'm Harrison Ford. Welcome to me playing Han Solo. No, it's and Harrison Ford's a mumbler, isn't he? Like, oh, Hello, I'm, I'm Harrison, Harrison Ford. I'm Harrison Ford too. <laughs> I'm Harrison Ford. I'm hello. I'm uh, ha- hello. I'm Harrison Ford. James Bond. 
Um, uh, I'm Indiana Jones. Um, so yeah, David Garrido, <laughs> penalty James. Oh, we're going to do it this time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, he was here for the class of '91 event because he was presenting that. He was. Uh, and at Hillsborough. Do you think he's Saturday. too skinny? Garrido. Yeah. Um, he's like a bit skinny. Don't know. Yeah. A bit what, too. One thing I have noticed about him, you know, every time you see him, yeah, like um, he's one of those people that always talks in the presenter's voice. What, so he's like a, Hi, I'd like a newspaper, please, and a packet of crisps. <laughs> yes, he, he always, always accentuates like he's, he's presenting Sky Sports. Does he? Like, e- well, even in person. Does he walk around Asda and then go up to, like, the cake bit, and he go like, Hey, how much are your donuts? <laughs> what accent are you doing David now? Garrido. That's not David. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, Hi, how much are your donuts? <laughs> It's like, hi, I'm David Garrido, and I'm here to ask you how much are your donuts? I thought he was too too thin, Neil. He's, he's obviously not eating enough donuts. Well, by the time he's asked that question, they're like, <laughs> we need to leave this weirdo alone and like just let him go and get some of that ancient legends muesli stuff instead. I bet that's all he eats, them seeds. I bet D- yeah. David Garrido just eats seeds. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's all I'm saying. And he also can't take a penalty. Yeah, so tell us about uh, Greedo's penalty. So the half time kind of challenge thing at Hillsborough on Saturday against Ipswich. Yep. Um, he stepped up to take a penalty and he did a Simonson. He did. He did. He, he, he scooped that ball up, didn't he? He scooped it. It was a scoop for Greedo. <laughs> it was a scoop. Look. A scoop of seeds. Oh my god, I just missed my penalty. <laughs> I kicked the ball and it went into the sky. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, even Sky Sports uh, put it on uh, on telly and on their website. I'm not surprised. Do you think that's adequate half-time entertainment, Joshua, uh, James? No. No. <laughs> no. It, it was spectacularly bad. Unlike, unlike, you'll like this segue, unlike... Goal of the season. Goal of the year? Goal of the season? It's goal of the year because it's for the last calendar year, Neil. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> so, um, let's just run through the winning one. Who won the goal of the year? It was, as everybody knows by now, Marco Matias. Or Matias? Matias? Your, 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 pronunciation I'm, I'm of play, your pronunciation of player names is rubbish. Well, I, I always said Matias. And then when I was watching the Football League Awards, they said Matias. If he was English, would his name be Mark Mattress? Because I often Possibly. I think of stuff like that all the time, especially like French people. Do you know what I mean? So, like, um, someone called Jean Blanc would be John White. Yeah. Wouldn't it? So, like, I'm thinking Matthias must be like Marky Mattress and the Funky Munch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so yeah, goal of the year. What a goal that was as well. It was against Leeds, televised as well, live on Sky. The bit that, helps. the bit. Uh, forget the goal, right? Because yeah. uh, I'm not bothered about that. That was just a cracking goal, right? But the best bit about it is in the footage on YouTube when you watch it, is the Leeds fans in the background. Yeah, it's so funny, and it's like this big horrible Leeds fan woman <laughs> who's just sat with her right face on. Yeah. They, they couldn't even bring themselves to clap him. It actually looks like cardboard cutouts sat in the seats, doesn't it? Because they're all just static. They are, except for one guy who was get, flicking him off with a wanker sign. <laughs> yes. Which, it's like, that just makes it funnier. Yeah. If, if you've got a player that's just smashed in a goal like that against you at home, the, the worst thing to do is, like, go on television flicking him off with a wanker sign. 
Yeah. It makes you look like you've lost. But the thing that also adds to it, and I think I think we've had this discussion before, always adds to every goal, Neil, is that it went in off the bar. Yes, it did. Yeah. Does that make a goal better? I think so. If it goes in off the post or the bar. If it goes in off all three... So like if oh, it, that's magic. Imagine like if it bounced and like you smashed it and it hit the bar, then hit the post and it went across to the other post. Yeah. And then as the keeper's running in, it hits him on his nose and goes in. That would be good. I would have won. Do you remember when goals used to have stanchions? Yeah. Do they not have them anymore? No. Never even noticed that. No. When they used they to get stuck. Years. Match of the day used to get stuck in them all the time, didn't they? Yeah. It made it funny. Uh. Funny. Uh. Uh. Yeah. It made. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Talk.co.uk Turning hope and happiness into complete despair. That feature petered out then, didn't it? <laughs> it went into a... Mm. Did you watch any of the Football League awards? Uh, no. Did, did you watch the... Have you seen any clips I, of... I, I, I hate award ceremonies. I can't stand it. Oh, yeah. Even yeah. Apart, even like when Madonna fell down the stairs. I just watch it on YouTube after just that little bit. It's the yeah. rest of it. Unless Ricky Gervais is hosting or like Ali G's on or whatever his name is. Uh, who is it that does Ali G? Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. I for wheel. So um, <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> for wheel. I is Ali G. I is Ali G. Oh, uh, for wheel. I is Ali G. So yeah, if he's presenting, I watch it. But no, I didn't. What? Why? What are you getting at? No, um, when Matthias went up to collect the award. Yeah, the the presenter guy who's from Sky Sports. I don't know his name. Um, Is it David Garrido? No, it wasn't this time for mm-hmm. once. Um, How much you're a donut? <laughs> the presenter guy asked him like what the goal meant to him. And, yeah, and when he came up on stage, apparently Matthias said to him, "I don't speak much English." And so this presenter guy is like, "What did the goal mean to you?" And Matthias is like, uh, "I don't understand." And Not in that accent, he didn't. No, not in that accent. Like, but but it, then, what what somebody usually I do not understand. <laughs> yeah, it was just like that. I do not understand. But what what you if you're the presenter, right? What do you do? You then rephrase the question, don't you, and ask it again? Maybe, or you just uh, it would be funny if he just walked off. <laughs> yeah. If he just went. Mm. No, what the presenter did was yeah. he just asked the same question again three times in the same accent. Yeah, and and each time Matthias was like shaking his head, saying, "I, I don't understand." And did that three times and he went, Matthias, ladies and gentlemen. Pretty much. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, hang on. Oh my God, that's so good. <laughs> it's so hot in here. I'm literally dripping. I just, that just blasted my ears out then. <laughs> Me too. With pornographic imagery. Who, who sent that in? Was that, was that Wildsmith? I think it was, yes. I think it was. Um, which, which it does nothing for me because uh, I'm a muesli eater. So, right. but yeah, but I, I appreciate his methods. Um, that was that was a clip from was it the last podcast we did? Yes, when, when, was, when just, you went to answer the door halfway yeah, through it. That's podcast history. Yeah, I, I bet nobody else has made a podcast of going to the door. <laughs> Don't it? My internet's gone off, James. F- funnily enough, there is because I. Listened to a podcast the other day where somebody went to answer the door. Really? It wasn't us, yeah. That's very annoying. I yeah. thought I heard the... Uh, oh, my, my internet's gone, James. It's gone off. Yes, it has here as well. Well, that is... Oh, hang on. Is it on? It's on again. Hey! hey. It's off again. Ooh. <laughs> it's on again. Hey! <laughs> oh. Um, so, anyway. One, one thing I need to pull you up on uh, about this Class of 91 thing as well, Neil. The centenary? 
Yeah, it's not a centenary. Yeah. Um, I heard an interview. Oh, the internet's gone. Yeah, you said that. Oh, go on. Go on <laughs> I heard an interview with Phil King, and your impression was terrible. No, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't. Right, it's time to play a game. Are you ready? Oh, Are you ready? Uh, one second. This needs some music, I think. Uh, there we go. How's that for you? Sounds good to me. Okay, we're going to play a game. Are you ready? Okay. Because Phil King, the, the Phil King section last time was so popular, people have been writing to me, James, asking me for more. So, um, we're going to play a game called Phil King's Funny Things. Okay, right? <laughs> no, no, take it seriously, right? Phil King's Funny Things. I'm going to think of a funny thing, right? And you've got three questions oh, to God. ask me. No, hang on. I've got to do it in Phil King's voice, though. Are you ready? Right. You can't do his voice. That's, I, I a, that's a Oh, you can. Oh, you can. Right. I am Phil King. Hello, everyone. All right, listeners. Good to hear from you. Thank you for all your letters. Right. This is offensive I, to some people. No, no, no. I am Phil King. So, um, I'm going to think of a funny thing, and you've got you to ask me three questions, see if you get it right. Okay? <laughs> right. I'm Phil King, and we're playing... Phil King's funny things. So, what's your first question? Funny things or funny <laughs> things? <laughs> Phil King's funny things. No, 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 it's no. Phil King's fa- fun, funny things. When you're doing this accent, you can't say funny. <laughs> yeah, obviously. You can't say funny. Um, are you ready? Right. So, okay. Phil King's funny things. Question number one. Question number one. Uh, is it. Uh, made of metal. Nope. Right, okay. It's not made of metal, so you get to uh, have another go at that. Is it made of an organic material such as wood? Yes, it is. Oh, oh. Right. Oh, I've only got one question left. One question. You, you're going to have to have a stab in the dark. What is it, James? What is this week's Phil King's funny thing? And it's made of wood. Uh... Oh, I can't even think. A walking stick. No, it's my wooden exercise bike. So, uh, that's... <laughs> you didn't do very well there, James. You got no points out of... What do you mean? It's like, so... Yeah, so that was... It. How many wooden ex- exercise bikes exist? Well, that's why it's funny. Okay. That's why it's funny. Hello, all you Sheffield Wednesday fans out there. Donald Trump here. Go away, Donald. Okay, so, um, yeah, where were we? Tell to me about flags, because I'm sick of hearing about it. Oh, flags, Neil. Flags flags and days. Days for things. Like player days. Shansiri yeah. day. Flag day. The, the sentiment's there, isn't it? Like, obviously, the, the will is good, where people are organising these days. Yeah. Just did a sniff there. Thank yeah, you. that's great. But, <laughs> but is it necessary? It's like... I think it's got to the point where there was Honolulu Wednesday at Norwich, which was an outstanding day of fun. Yeah, everybody took part in that, though. It was good fun. Because it was good it, fun. Because it wasn't contrived like as, as these are every single year now. No. That's, or every few this months. This is the thing. This is the thing. So then, after that, there was Samido Day. Yeah. Which um, went down really well. We had That was Forest Away. We had thousands and thousands of masks printed up. Um, and everyone wore the yeah. colours of his country, and uh, we celebrated Samido. And those days were supposed to be 
one-offs every now and again, not too often, so it gets boring. Yeah. Um, and where everybody participates. So well presented, well promoted, job done. Yeah. But now there seems to be one every five minutes. That's it. And, and people are asking people to get involved all the time in these things. It's like asking for charity donations every day. Yeah. That's how I see it. And it doesn't work. It's like, we get it on our store, don't we, with charities asking for, like, can you pin this thread? Can you advertise this? And it's, you, you know, if it's a popular thing, it will be popular on the site anyway and will stay on the front page at the top because people keep talking about it. Yeah, that's true. So, like, these, uh, do you think these player days have had their day? <laughs> I think... If you do it every few years, if everybody takes part, then it's good. Like, the Samido Day one was good because everybody was given something to take part, wasn't they? Yeah. Like, the Honolulu Wednesday, everybody, like, got together, clubbed together, and got all the items, like the grass skirts and stuff. Yeah. Like, bought them in bulk and gave them out at the turnstiles and stuff like that. And it was a bit bonkers. And when we do, like, the last away day of the season, everybody gets, like, fancy dressed up as well. That's fun. Yeah. But weren't there, like, a Barry Bannon day the other day? Yeah, ba- Bannon Week. Yeah, that's, that's like, fair enough if you want to do a Bannon Week <laughs> online and stuff. But, come on, how many, days, how many days do we have to put up with? It's getting, do you know what it's getting like? It's getting like clapping on the 22nd minute because oh, somebody's yeah. died in 1922. Yeah, and minute silences for this, that and the other. It's like, why don't, why don't we just... If you granted them all, there'd be no, there'd be no noise. Yeah. <laughs> well, no yeah. noise ever. Or oh, there'd well, be a constant clap. Or minutes applause, yeah. For, for well, the, there'd be 90 minutes applause. But it's it's not to take away for the causes because the causes are all genuine and good. It's that people are expecting this all the time now. And expecting is the word, isn't it? So it's like if something happens, do you know what I mean? It's like expecting it. Yeah. Hmm. It's a, it's a tough one, but I think these days and that. Let's go back to the drawing board. Let's 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 get it back to you know yeah. just not all the time because it's overdone but it's and, it's caused division as well in the fan base like we we had chancery day on saturday and again the will and the everything is good the sentiment's good but then because one group on facebook helped organized it and another group didn't and now they're all starting to fight about it it's it's ridiculous do you think that um, the match the atmosphere should just be left alone for it to naturally evolve then it should be organic shouldn't it yeah, I, I think so. Like if, my muesli seeds. No, not like your muesli seeds. Yeah. But if if the game is good, and we're we're on a good run, then everybody's going to be up for it and get behind the team. Yeah, that's true. But um, there's on the flip side, they would say that they're trying to do something because the atmosphere is so poor. Which is a good argument as well, because the atmosphere has been poor in recent years. It's not as bad nowadays, is it? I don't think. How do you tackle it? How do you tackle a bad atmosphere? Well, because we're playing good football, we've got bigger crowds. Maybe the bigger crowds. I don't know. Have we got bigger crowds as an average? Slightly. Our average is slightly less up to now. I think slightly less than last season. That's bizarre. Yeah, that is so bizarre. Um, but well, only by about fifty or something like that. I think what, fifty people. Yeah. Hmm. So it's it's similar. Yeah. Similar kind of uh, average attendance. So. Um, I forgot what we were saying. So yeah. So uh, on the flip side, how do you how do you solve out the atmosphere? Because once the all seater thing came in, yeah, that obviously killed it a lot. Killed a lot off, didn't it? Well, there's there's the argument for safe standing zones now, aren't they? Yeah. Um, will will that be a thing? I think that's all. Illsborough's always going to have a bit of a stigma but, with stuff like that. Yeah, but but right. If I think we should be, and I think 
the the whole country should support this, right? And I think the the football league should support it, and the Premier League if we're there next season or whatever. I think Hillsborough should be the first ground to have safe standing. Yeah, there I've said it, and the reason being is because if not, and it, one is it ever going to be allowed in this country? Which it should be, because if you look at the videos of how these safe standing areas work, they're, they're outstanding. Basically, yeah. you still you've got a seat, but it like kind of flips up so you can stand up in your area. That's it, pretty we, much. We're not going back to the days where fans were penned in and things like that. No, but I think I think to to revolutionise football, get the atmospheres going, and also to have something good come out of like what's happened at Hillsborough in the past, for example. I think we should uh, pioneer it. I think we should be the first, um, all you know, first stadium to have a, a safe standing in in England. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I don't see. I don't see why we should be well because of what's happened at Hillsborough in the past. I think we should shy away from it and be scared of it. I think we should be the ones leading the charge for it. Yeah, it, it would be nice to see the West Stand completely redeveloped and and some safe standing areas in. In the ground somewhere. Did you see the um, thing online the other week about uh, the development side of it, like the development budget? There was like yeah. a, there was a development budget for like I don't know if it was for the ground or what, but it, um, there was like three three million or something like yeah. that put towards developments. Some of it were relating to the West Stand. Be interesting to see what they do with that. Yeah, well, that West Stand needs a lot of work. It's it's absolutely horrible in there. It's terrible, isn't it? It's really really it's, bad. It's like if you go like behind into the concourse, it's like being in a prison. It is. It is very much like a prison. Like all, all of the concession stands have all got bars up, and it's all dark and dingy. And do you know we should? Horrible. Do you know we should complain to? Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get twenty percent below MSRP for an average of fifteen thousand one seventy eight under MSRP on the purchase of a twenty twenty three Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland four by e or Summit four by e. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Keith Skews would have none of it, James. No. None of it. He'd have none of it. He'd be like, no, stop it. Stop it with your West Stand. Indeed. Um, orders at the door, I think. He's just texted me now, sees at the door. Okay. Just wait for him, he'll knock in a second. I would imagine when he gets here. <laughs> oh, oh, someone's at the door. Hello, it's Oda here. Hi, Oda. Hiya. Alright, cheers, Cunt. Bye. Oh, he's gone again. He's gone he again. never stays, he's, does he? he never yeah. stays. Um, steering group. So, this flags and days thing, I reckon, is going to be raised at the steering group, innit? Yeah. Because the, uh, going on the flag side of it, some fans took their flags to the Ipswich game. Yeah, the um, Chan Siri themed flags. Like, we had the Thanks Milan flag uh, when Mandarich was chairman. Yeah. Uh, they thought they'd do something similar, so they've done a Thanks Chan Siri is flag. It, is it too early for that? Is it should should we have waited until we get promotion or see how the season's gone? Because I think is it not better to do it for the last game, something like that? Maybe so, but it's I think it's just a pointless thing anyway. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> so um so um some people, some fans had their flags um not confiscated or maybe told they couldn't use them. Did they? Something like that. So, um, yeah, so they're having a bit of a whinge about that. So, I think they're going to raise it at this steering group. Now, talk to me about, because uh, you used to work at the club, talk to me about these fans' forums and steering groups. Yeah, fans' forums. Basically, uh, the club get together groups of people 
uh, fans to talk about like whatever they want to talk about, feedback on everything that happens at the club and how things can be made better uh, and know what things aren't working and stuff. In the past, has anything been done based on the feedback from the steering groups? I think so, yeah, yeah. When I was there, we used to we changed the whole season ticket campaign on it one year. Yeah. Um and obviously it's moved on since then and uh, I think that there's been a few things that have happened since this steering group took uh took formation. Fair enough. So um there's a steering group, I think it's tonight maybe. Yes it is. Um steering group tonight and I think uh, this whole topic of fans and flags and fan days and stuff is gonna get raised yeah. with a view to maybe accelerating it and making things a little bit bigger. So we'll see what comes of that. Well one one of the because um, what they've done is they've tried to involve certain people that are involved on certain forums and certain groups and stuff. So yeah. so the Coppen on Facebook have got a representative there and they are the ones that organise this Chancery Day flag day thing. Yeah. So they're bound to raise something about that, I think. Fair enough. Good um, luck to him. Good luck. And Wednesday fans should all stick together always, yeah. I think. But on, uh, on Al's talk, we've got Flying Al who asks for kind of suggestions and feedback to take to the group. Uh, and she's going to the group this uh, tonight. Yeah. So, um, like, ticket prices is always one. Yeah. That's the, the perpetual thread of uh, ticket prices this year. Um, what, what other, have you seen any other suggestions for this steering group? Yeah, well, uh, Flying Owl's uh, list of things is, uh, but really not wanting to get bogged down in a ticket price debate, but I will ask uh, DC what he found from the attendance for the £20 Charlton game. Fair question. And feedback that many believe that the Cardiff pricing is too high and a big risk considering it may not may not have anything to play for. Again, that's just the cynics. It is, yeah. Pretty judging stuff. Yeah. Um, not, nothing to play for because we'd have failed to get promotions. That's <laughs> a bit of a crazy one. Yeah. Um, could an added incentive be added to draw people into the Cardiff game should playoffs be confirmed already? Hmm. Well, I would imagine that if we get into the playoffs, then you're going to need ticket stubs or, or the record of buying a ticket for certain games. Yeah, we? yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, she's also put plans for the training ground, uh, relocation and whatnot, because there's rumours of relocating the training ground. Yeah. Um, particularly the kids, the academy stuff. Just um, singing section someone's put. Yeah, singing sections down there. Um, so, is that a good idea? Uh, Who would go in it? See, that's the thing. I don't like, think it. I don't think it'd work. They've they've tried it with like where the band sit, haven't they, at the back of the cot before? Yeah, and it didn't really make any difference. No, and then people say then then it just started fights between the singers and the band. Should the people trying to create the atmosphere be sat at the back of the cop or on the front row of the cop? That's another argument because people say it's also a visual thing. Exactly. So, I've I've always thought it should be at the front, not at the back. Yeah. Um, I get I get why they go at the back and stuff, and I think the noise travels a bit better, but it's a visual thing. But people are also so entrenched in where they sit, and they, they might have sat there for years with family and friends and stuff, that they don't want to move. Yeah. So why not just encourage everybody to sing wherever they sit? Yeah, basically. And, and it comes back to the whole thing of, if the team's playing well and doing well, then the fans will get behind James, anyway. it is so depressing. It is so depressing. <laughs> It's so depressing. I've just realised I was nodding off then and like going into my own little world <laughs> where where there was like printed song lyrics put on every seat. Well, this is one of my other points, right? How many threads do you see on Owl's Talk every season of somebody with a suggestion of new song lyrics? Yeah, yeah. It's like every other week. There's, there's been one that I've seen today, right? 
all the time you see these threads. <laughs> yeah. how, how many of those songs have you ever heard? Um, probably none. Because yeah, it, exactly. like, it don't work like that. It and, doesn't work like that. And they're always dog shit. <laughs> they're like <laughs> really, really dog shit. Well. They're so dog shit. But, but if you want to get a song started that people... It needs to be catchy. It needs to be something that everyone knows. You need to go to an away match where it's, it's heavily populated. And ding, you need ding, to stand ding, there ding, and start ding, it. Ding, 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 ding. Hurst, Hurst, baby. Ding, 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 ding. Do you see? That's the kind of standard that we get into. It's just, it's like, stop it. I don't know. Seriously. I'd, I'd have joined in with that. That was a good one, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. Um, but yeah, just go to an away match, start singing, and get your mates to around you to start singing. Make it funny as well. I've It'll just thought of on. a sitcom, Forestieri in June. <laughs> Forestieri in June. No. 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 Um, yeah, so yeah, so steering group tonight. Good luck with that. If you go into yeah. that, have fun. Um, and the feedback will be on Al's talk later on tonight. What apparently. kind of people go to these things? Is it like geeks and stuff? Um, Does your average fan go to these things? Your, your average fan who goes and goes to the pub, goes to the match, comes and cheers a lot and clears off home. When, doesn't buy a program. They've asked for applications this time, haven't they? Yeah, but and, those people don't go to these things. Your normal average fan, do they yeah. really go to these things? It, it's peop- You tend to see a lot of the same faces at stuff like this. You do. That's why I stopped going, because I was yeah. just sick of seeing the same geeky people turning up and like, do you know what I mean? When, just- when I was there, what we tried to do was try and get at, at least one person from every kind of group, uh, like whether, whether it be Owls Talk, Owls Online, like a Facebook group and, and whatever... Uh, I don't think that's applying at the moment. No, but I'm not bothered not about that. I'm, I'm just what my but, point. But you also need to try and capture every kind of person as well. So we've got some young people, and we've got some uh, disabled people, and we've got women in wise old owls. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, and and that worked quite well to an extent, I think. But again, it is the same old people that apply for the same old things. Yeah, or a new generation of same old people. Yeah, it's like when you any 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 club related event like a Hursty's bar or you know what I mean or a Wednesday yeah. night lounge or you know what I mean it's it's the same people that rock up any any nights with so like a night with Shansiri yeah with like pie and peas for fifteen quid same faces and and they're big supporters of the club there's nothing wrong with that no but, there is massive but, you know I get that but it's, it's like, been nice to see other people they won't know invited they, into the they won't floor. that's my point they won't go to steering groups because. It's not their thing. It's not their bag. Yeah. It's too geeky for them. It's too like nerdy. Do you know what I mean? I was thinking this the other day when somebody raised a point about like um, the the biggest fans, are the ones that go to away games. And in my head, like, somebody said that on Al's tour the other day, and I was like, well, when I used to look at the data, uh, the the biggest group of fans have never ever been to an away match. The, no, that's different. That's like the you're talking about the volume of fans. So, like, say yeah. if, if Wednesday's got forty thousand people on the database, yeah. right? You're saying that like maybe two and a half thousand, three thousand of those have been to an away game. That yeah, that's that's different though. That's not like, do you know what I mean? I don't know. But but there's it's a separate argument, I guess. But it's a separate discussion. But how do you encourage those that don't get involved in this stuff? To get involved you, in you, it. I don't think you should. I, I don't think they will get involved, and I don't think you should because they're happy to come to games, watch the match, buy a pint, yeah. complain about it, uh, shout for the club, make a load of noise on the north stand, top left hand corner, yeah. and go home. They don't want to get involved with these like 
Well, this is the, the geeky steering groups, James. This, this is probably the biggest takeaway from all this kind of debate is that different people support the club in different ways. Yeah, they do. And what's good for them is good for them. It is, and that goes back to like your, your like your banan days and stuff yeah. like that. Um, they will never get involved in that, and they don't want to get involved in that because it's like too geeky, yeah, and too like uh, sometimes too childish for them. And do you know what I mean? They, it's not their idea of football and what football is on a Saturday. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like that's why I, that's why I think these steering groups are always going to have these like geeky people and the, the same people that go to and that's not an offensive thing, by the way. When I'm saying geeky people, I just mean people that are just like obsessives. Yes, yeah, and and really Fanatics, inter- the, yeah, the and, and interested in like the politics of the football club and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? And trying to make changes, which is fine, it's good. But there's um, the vast majority aren't bothered. Yeah, that, that's proven in yeah. in the people that turn up. Absolutely, the numbers. And that that makes me think of a thread uh, that we'd not mentioned, uh, we'd not written down, but um, one that comes to mind in the non-SWFC football section of the website. Oh, yeah. Um, where somebody, I think it was in The Independent or something, was uh, post, they were posting their views that a Saturday 3pm kickoff is the worst time for football. I think Saturday 3pm, I'd, I'd have it on Sundays, me. Mm. I would. But 3pm as well, There's, I actually read their piece and all the traditionalists have jumped on it saying no, football should be at 3pm on a Saturday. Yeah, that's just because it's traditional. Yeah. It's not because they've thought about it if you think with about an open it, mind. It doesn't give you much time before the game. It doesn't, it doesn't. It screws up your, your early evening and what you're going to do into the evening. It actually is a bad time. It is a very bad time. So what would you have? When would you have it? I'd have all football on Sundays. I wouldn't. Yeah. I'd scrap these Friday night games and stuff like that. Yeah. But TV's got it's that It's like theatre and stuff like that. Theatre starts, what, 7 o'clock or something? Yeah. Similar kind of time to that, I guess. On on a Saturday? Well, maybe on a, on a Sunday, 6 o'clock on a Sunday. Mm. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Online at owlstalk.co.uk You're listening... I don't like it when threads disappear into nothing like that. It's a bit weird. It puts me off. <laughs> it puts me off. Well, you, anybody listening can go and have their say in the non-SWFC chat, uh, football Fuck chat. Off, there. So talk to me about bath towels. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a segue for you. Bath, yeah, bath towels. This was. A- I'll be honest, I can't stop looking at my muesli. Can you put it back for me? Oh, well, leave it there, but like, I'm, turn I'm it round so I can't see it. Turn it round? Yeah. You'll yeah. just see the back of the pack. That's fine. That's you can fine. still see it. It's fine. It's, it's out of sight, out of mind. Right, so Mr. Gund, in the dressing room section of the Mr. website. Mr. Gund. Mr. Gund. Um, he, he has posted a thread about bath towel frequency. I'm glad he has, because I, it's been something that I genuinely, <laughs> genuinely, right, I'm not even kidding, I've been thinking about recently. Really? Why doesn't that surprise me? Well... Um, but yeah, he said, how often do you change and wash your bath towel? And he's saying, at work, he got into the subject of washing bath towels, riveting stuff, uh, and was shocked that one of his colleagues uses his bath towel just once after a shower, then puts it in the washing machine. I've changed my habits. I used to be like that. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, and then he tries to make his last two weeks, sometimes three. By using it once? Oh, or he does. Yeah, the he, guy that's talking. Yeah, Mister Gund. He tries to make his bath towel last two weeks, sometimes three. 
that's fine if you wash yourself properly. And then there's, there's quite a few people that put, like, every time they use it, uh, like, so every day and whatever. Uh, what is what is the consensus on this? What How often should you use and wash your bath towel? I don't think there's any rules. You don't, you're, you're a bit infamous with your baths, aren't you? You're like Ricky Gervais. I like my baths. You take photos of yourself in the bath. I like my baths, yeah. It's good. Um, I used to use it once and then put it in the washing machine. Right. Now I'm a, I use it a little bit more um, sparingly, James. Yeah. Or, yeah, that's the word I think I would choose for that. There's nothing worse than picking up a bath towel after you've got full. No, bath. full stop. There's nothing worse, right? <laughs> do you know what's Do you know what's the one of the most horriblest things in the whole world? Right, is going into a bathroom that's wet and it's got wet on the floor and the towels, right? Yeah. That a man's just used. Yeah, that's disgusting. This, this was exactly what disgusting. I was going to say. Yeah, it's, when, it when, makes, when the bath towel's already been used and it's still a bit damp. It makes me feel sick. Yeah, it makes me feel. Yeah, but like if it's your damp, that's fine. Because I think <laughs> if you own the damp and it's your damp, you know where you've been rubbing it. That's the kind of damp that you need in your life. But if it's someone else's soiled towel on the floor and it's like warm water and ugh, steamy windows, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing worse than sharing a hotel room with a big hunky guy, right, with a moustache. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. And then you go in the bathroom after him and you realise everything's soiled. I just, <laughs> I, the fact that it's steamy is enough. If it's like slightly steamy windows or, you know what I mean? It's like steam on the sink or something makes me feel sick. You've, you've experienced this, haven't you? Makes me, I just don't like it. I, don't, I do not like it. So <laughs> I don't even care how many times you use this towel. I ain't touching it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, so that's the kind of conversation you can have in the dressing room section of the website. Yeah, alstalk.co.uk. I'm going to I'm going to contribute to that thread because I've not been in it yet. So it, it is an interesting thing. It's one of those where there's no hard and fast rules. No, but it's annoying. It, it what is. is the answer? There's got to be an answer. It'd be it'd be interesting to see what famous people do, like Johnny Depp. Yeah, I bet he just throws his away. Well, they probably live in hotels for half a life, don't they? So yeah, it gets but, washed every day for him. But when he's at home, I bet he uses a rabbit to dry off with, and then just like <laughs> throws it away to the peasant. Maybe that's what he took his dogs to Australia for. That's amazing. That 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 apology thing. But it's like, <laughs> how, how many celebrities keep taking the dogs to Australia illegally and then worrying about it after and getting caught? Yeah, they always get caught. It's like if you're a celebrity, don't take your dog to Australia. <laughs> so that, that apology video. If no one's watched it, it is the funniest thing ever. The, the hate in Johnny Depp's eyes as he's saying, "Yeah, it's like he's like, don't take your dog to Australia." That's in, Johnny Depp. In that voice, yeah. Don't take your dog to Australia. I am very sorry. Like that. But he don't mean it. He don't mean it. He's just gutted that he got caught. Yeah. But what do you want to take your dog to Australia for anyway? They'll get eaten by the sharks. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll, get, they'll, get eaten, they'll get eaten by the sharks. They, they'll get eaten by the sharks in the water. Or put on the barbie and have a dog barbecue. Wow. What? Just... All our Australian listeners are now going to give us one-star reviews on iTunes. No, they're not. Owlstalk.co.uk Where eyeballs smell of chicken. So, breakfast cereals, I've been having muesli. You said there's been a debate on Owlstalk.co.uk about breakfast cereal. Is that right? There has indeed. What, uh, are they, what are they saying? A thread like this can only really exist in somewhere like Owlstalk. You know how everybody says that the internet is somewhere where people post, like, what they've had for tea. Yes. There's actually a tea thread on that. There is, there is, there is. But somebody has started a breakfast cereal thread. Good, because this needs debating. 
And do you know they've not even asked a question. What they've done, it's Council Owl. Yeah. His his first post in there is sugar puffs, Weetabix, <laughs> cornflakes, porridge. Some of my personal faves. And that's it. Mmm. Which which, so, which then leads to I don't people like just listing cereals. Well, and what happens if you... I used to play a game where if you did a repeat of something someone else had posted, then you're out. Yes, that's really yeah. good. So you can't repeat, but... You know what I mean? It's a bit tough to do when I was taught. But um, I don't like Weetabix. I no. do not like Weetabix. It starts off tasting like MDF <laughs> and then turns into <laughs> diarrhea. It does. If you leave it in your milk Soggy too long. Soggy Weetabix is the worst. It's the, it makes you... It, it's like eating someone's sick. Didn't our dad once put your face in some Weetabix because you wouldn't eat it? Yep, because I've, 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 I've always been a rebel. I don't have any rules, and I'm not eating Weetabix that's warm. I'm just sorry, it's just wrong. But but then there's also evidence that this podcast has entered the consciousness of Al's talk. Oh, yeah? Because Marodo has uh, replied with Rice Crispers. Rice Crispers? Yeah. What, like Crispies or Crispers? Rice Crispers, which is a podcast thing from a few weeks ago. Is it? Yeah. Oh. It was Steve's breakfast. Oh, yeah, it was. Rice crispers. And then Roman always replied with, boil egg. Boil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, so um, what do you eat? I, I generally don't have breakfast. I save myself for a bigger dinner. I see. So you're not going to... Well, what's your favourite when you do have it? Uh, I like a good fry-up. No, these are breakfast cereals, James. No, I don't eat imagine cereal. If they, imagine if they made, like, fry-up fry up cakes. No, not fry-up cakes. Fry-up flakes, right? Which are like cornflakes. That would be amazing. It would. So it's like, they're like cornflakes, but they made the taste of fry-up. Yeah. But you don't put them in milk. Dear, these no. flakes. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you, you've just hit on the uh, problem with your idea there. It depends how lusciously moist they are. Maybe the moist, lusciously moist fry-up cake flakes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I'd, I'd eat them. I would. Have you ever thought of like getting some bread and then hollowing it out, hollowing a loaf of bread out and putting your breakfast in that and then putting cheese on top and then like some candles in it and having like a, a breakfast. <laughs> candles? Yeah, yeah. And then having like a breakfast birthday bread cake party. No, never. Yeah. Yeah. never. So um, what's the consensus on the best breakfast cereal well, so far? lots of people seem to be agreeing with you and your sensibilities of Alpen. Yes, Alpen original. It's got to be original. Alpen. It's got to be original. It can't be the unsweetened one. The unsweetened one can go away. It's got to be the original one. But do not, listeners, right? Listen, it's a serious time now. Listen to listen to Neil. Okay, do not ever get breakfast of legends muesli by Kellogg's. (laughs) It's just seeds. It is just seeds. Hamster food. I'm gonna post a picture of it. Where can I put the picture? In the breakfast cereals thread. Good idea. Yeah. Good idea, yeah. It yeah. works. Just as a, as a general warning to the public not to eat these seeds because they might be good for you, but they taste like shit. <laughs> They're good for hamsters. Yep. Owls talk. Not as good as it used to be. So, James, before we go, uh, I've just got a couple of games for you. Uh, the first one is... God. No. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Why don't you take my game seriously, James? Because, as always, you think of... Something that rhymes, and then you try and shoehorn no, in a game idea. No, that's unfair criticism. That's not how it works. I, I have the game 
and it's it's in my head, and then I just think of a suitable title. That's all. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. So this one, are you ready? Okay. You, you'll love this one. This is Big Ron. Where's he gone? Okay. <laughs> so all you have to do. Oh, don't is, tell me it's three questions. Again. It's three questions. <laughs> it's three, no, no, <laughs> take it seriously. It's three questions, right? You get three questions to guess yeah. where Big Ron has gone. Okay. But first of all, I have to uh, introduce the man himself because I've got some real stuff here by Big Ron. Are you ready? Okay. Just press the button. Press. Hello, I'm Big Ron. <laughs> I'm Big. <laughs> I'm no. Hang on, hang on. I'm I'm Ron Atkinson with lots of character, and I'm going to play a game with James called Big Ron. Where have I gone? He's, he's, because his voice is just like yours, okay. Neil. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Right, so Big Ron, where's he gone? Are you ready? Okay. Right, yeah. We'll forget Big Ron. We'll come back to him later. It's just us, okay? So right. this is Big Ron. Where's he gone? <laughs> right, okay. And what what you've got to do is you've got to narrow it down, okay, to where Big Ron currently sits, okay? This is the Al Stork Podcast. Okay, so first question, James. Big Ron, where's he gone? Is Big Ron in the UK? No. So, Big Ron is not in the UK anymore. Big Ron has gone. But where's he gone? Big Ron, where's he gone? Um, is Big Ron in Europe? No, James. Oh Big God. Ron is not in Europe, but he's gone. James, Big Ron, <laughs> where's he gone? <laughs> I have a feeling you're taking this much more seriously than I am. B- Big Ron, where's he gone? It's, uh, it's a hard one. Cause well, this is your last question. So some, some places he wouldn't be welcome, is I'll it? tell you what you can do. <laughs> I'll tell you what <laughs> you can do. comments on ITV Sport. I'll tell you what you can do. I'll let you have this question, and then you can guess after. So this doesn't have to be your guess, because we've been doing it wrong, you see. Okay. So this is your third question. Let's extend it, because it's working so well. Okay. Right, okay. So, Big Ron, is he is he actually on Earth? Yes, he is. So that's your third question. You, you had a chance there to narrow it down because Big Ron clearly couldn't have gone to space or another planet. Well, he's got to be knows? real. No, it's this is wrong. This is re- yeah, it's true. But this is a realistic quiz and a realistic quiz question. So, James, you've had your three questions. You've narrowed it down. He's not in England. He's not in Europe. Big Ron, where's he gone? Is Big Ron? Still in Brazil. No! <laughs> he's in Canada, where he's visiting his grandma and his uncle Alfred. <laughs> okay, so, right. um, who coincidentally is Batman's butler? Yeah. Same person. Same person. So, uh, tune in next time for Big Ron, Where's He Gone? Because I think, that's, that's I think you've absolute, lost everybody. That's an absolute classic. So, um, finally, yes. you're going to love this one. Okay. Oh, God. I want, I want to play one more game with you, and it's called Gary Hooper or Tommy Cooper. <laughs> okay. Right? It's, it's, it's very simple. Is I'm, it three questions? No, no, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 three questions. I'm going to do an impression, right? Oh, and you've got to tell me if it's Gary Hooper or Tommy Cooper. Right. Okay. Are you ready? Is this like Marwood or Yarwood? No, this is Gary Hooper or Tommy Cooper. Are you ready? Are you ready? Right, okay. Okay, yeah. right. So here's your first opportunity to win big prizes. Okay? Right. I'm going to do this impression now, and you've got to tell me, is it Gary Hooper or Tommy Cooper? Are you ready? Okay. 
I'm just about to stop then, guys, I go. <laughs> <laughs> That's my passion. <laughs> I came out wrong. <laughs> oh, just start again. Start oh, again. I think start we need again. to delete that. That's <laughs> offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I knew his voice went... Rrr, rrr, but, do you know what I mean? Right, okay, so... Oh, God. Oh, dear. Dearie me. <laughs> I should have prepared this one. Um, right, okay. Is it this Gary Hooper or Tommy Cooper? Mm, just like that. <laughs> oh, I wish, I wish people could see what you just did. <laughs> Has Tommy Cooper got Parkinson's now? Because he's dead. <laughs> Let me do it again. Let me do it again. Oh, God. Let me do it again. I'll just like that. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't why, do why it. Why does Tommy Cooper sound like a gremlin? <laughs> just like that. I'm not doing Gary Biddy's time machine. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that off. Right. So was that... Was that Gary Hooper or Tommy Cooper? That was definitely Gary Hooper. That was Tommy Cooper. You've never won. You've never won a competition yet. Oh, and all, this is at Podcast 11 and you've not won a game yet, James. I know. It's, it's terrible, isn't it? Yeah. So um, we're coming up to an hour now. We've got to clear off. But before we do, this is the best game of them all, right? I promise you. Right. Are, are you ready? Okay. You'll love this one. This is probably the best game that we've ever come up with. Right. This is Lucas Zhao's Painful Owls. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait for what this is. (laughs) This is Lucas Zhao's Painful Owls, right? (laughs) I'm going to do an impression of of Lucas Zhao saying ow, right? Yeah. And you've got to decide what has caused the pain. Okay? Yeah. Dead simple. So oh, this is yeah. Lucas Zhao's painful owls. And this is the first one. There's three of them. Okay? okay. Are you ready? Three. Great. Yeah. Right. First one. Ow. <laughs> Don't put me off, it's a serious thing. Oh dear. Fuck off, right, you ready? Lucas Yow's painful owls, right? Number one. This is it, ready? Ow. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we need to film these, Neil, because <laughs> your your method acting for that is just oh something else. I got into character. So uh, did you get that one? So Lucas Shaw's painful hour. No, do it again. 
Au! I think he's stubbed his toe. No, he's not stubbed his toe. Oh, he's walked into a garden fence. That's, so that's that's the. <laughs> <coughs> it's best of three, so you've got to get this one, otherwise you're out. Okay. Okay. This is Lucas Yao's painful owls. This is number two. Ow! <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> the Outstalk Podcast. Quite literally the worst thing on the internet. I, I, I just laughed with such force, it, it forced a fart out. Oh dear. Uh, what we say then, Lucas? Uh, I was painful. That was it. That was it. Well, from 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 your excellent method acting and the way you were stood. Yeah, I would imagine that's a toilet-related injury. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Oh, God. It's not. <coughs> he tripped over a cat and fell into his washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a headache. I've got a headache. I've got like thousands of people listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) Literally thousands of people. We're wasting everyone's lives. (laughs) We're just wasting their lives. (laughs) (laughs) It was an idiot. Oh, Who's God. the idiot, the old idiot, uh, or the idiot that follows the idiot? Now back to Neil and James for the rest of the uh, Al Star right, number podcast. three. Uh, no, you're out. You didn't Am win. I out? Yeah, right. it's best of three. Yeah, oh, so you, thank you God out. for that. It was two nil to Lucas Shaw. So I, I think we should we should do this for the listeners, where where you do one of these and we don't give the answer till the next week, and the listeners have to guess on a thread on Alstalk. Should we do one now? Yeah, okay, it. so we'll leave you, ladies and gentlemen, with this cliffhanger of a question. Okay, okay. All right. So, yeah. so this is um, the end of the podcast for yeah. this this week. Thank you for listening in. That's podcast number eleven done. Yeah. You can check us out on owlstalk.co.uk whenever you like. We're open twenty four hours a day. Yeah. Remember to subscribe and rate and review on iTunes and your podcast provider of choice. That's right. And now, leaving you on the cliffhanger of the question for the listeners to have a listen and then put the answer on owlstalk.co.uk. We'll we'll put it in the thread for the podcast. Yeah, put it in the podcast thread. Yeah. Okay. And the question is in the category of Jack Stobbs Embarrassing Knobs. <laughs> this could go anywhere. <laughs> so, uh, Jack Stobbs embarrassing knobs. So Jack Stobbs, right? He goes into a gynecologist man. Okay. Do they do men? No. Oh. Uh, well, that embarrassing bodies, right? Yeah. yeah. So okay. Jack Stobbs goes into uh, embarrassing bodies, and he's got an embarrassing problem with his knob. Okay. <laughs> this is his first knob. That didn't even work. I've, I've said embarrassing knobs, so there has yeah. to be like a plural. Um, so, so uh, anyway, so he goes into embarrassing bodies, right? Yeah. And he whops it out on the thingy, 
okay, on the on the operating table, and the man goes like, okay, so what are you here for? And Jack's like, well, I've got this problem. <laughs> <laughs> Is that his voice? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got this problem with my knob, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh dear, let's uh, let's have a look at it and see what's up with it." Right. So <laughs> Jack like he whops it out on the table, yeah. and they put the lamps on, and the camera zooms in. The question, listeners, is what is wrong with Jack Stobbs' embarrassing knob? <laughs> right. You just basically put the answer in the podcast thread on Owls Talk. What you think is up with Jack Stobbs' knob? Do you know, the only thing that I, I dread more than something you make up, Neil, yeah. is something that people on Owl's Talk make up. The general public. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So that's that's going to be, uh, that's the cliffhanger question. And uh, what we'll do is we will have a look at these and we will um, award a prize to Ooh. the most original and exciting answer. Keep yeah. it clean. It's got to be clean. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that's good. So that's Jack Stobbs' embarrassing knobs. Okay, so we'll see, and on the next podcast, and this will this will be like a a cliffhanger. So next next week on um, on podcast twelve, we'll find out what was up with Jack Stobbs and his embarrassing. Knobs. I can't wait. Exactly. So that's it. Thanks for joining us, James. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Neil. Thank you, listeners, and go to iTunes and click on review and write a review and write whatever you like, and just hope that iTunes approves it. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> some of them have got through the net. I don't know how. <laughs> but listen, thanks a lot for listening. We do appreciate every single one of you. Indeed. Except for the gingers and the Irish. Online at owlstalk.co.uk, you're listening to Owlstalk FM. Yeah. <laughs> every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.